what's up guys welcome back to the crazy talk pod it's i robert and me vanessa and um thanks for joining us again this is episode seven of the crazy talk podcast um been you know it's been cool to see the you know the reception that we begin for the podcast and it's kind of weird now whenever we see anybody everyone <laughs> the first thing everyone always says like hey you guys doing uh i'm listening to your podcast <laughs> it's kind of like okay oh cool that's awesome you know thanks thanks for listening so we appreciate that in regards to anything housekeeping i don't have anything to update you guys on but because of that we can just jump right into it mm-hmm. so again Crazy Talk Podcast is a topical podcast. I bring a topic, Vanessa brings a topic, and we just discuss it. Unless it's a special episode, whether we answer questions or we go through the unpopular opinions that are just out there in the world. Yeah. So for the first topic of today, <coughs> excuse me, will be today's will be my topic, and it's a doozy. Did you say doozy? Yeah, it's a oh, bit of a okay. doozy. Uh, <laughs> It's a lot to unpack, and I'm not. I don't want to like go on too long about it. But for some people, some people know I work in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I've worked in a restaurant for a very long time. <laughs> not this one, but I've just in that industry for a while now. I would say going close to five, five and a half years almost working in restaurants. Um, and so I think that's a good amount of time to have some sort of experience as to how restaurants work. And there's something in particular that I want to talk about in that sphere of things. And it's mainly the customer service portion of it. Mm -hmm. And it's not much so the customer service portion for the person who is the employee. It's the customer service portion of the person who is the customer. And it's mainly me talking about how can people become better customers. If that makes any sense. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I've been sick for like two weeks and I still have a cough. I don't understand why. But so in regards to the topic, for one, to kind of give a background in regards to how I feel about restaurants. I think restaurants are cool. I mean, obviously, they're a great <laughs> place to go, hang out with friends, celebrate, just anything in life. There's a lot that goes around into it. Am I 100% a big fan of restaurants as a whole? Not 100%. I mean, that's not really why I'm there. I'm there to obviously just pay the bills for now and then hopefully over time gradually be able to uh, obtain or work my way up into something that I really want to do that's outside of that sphere of things. But what's weird about me as a whole is that I love the food portion of it all. If there's anything that like I, I one of the number one videos I watch on YouTube are everything in regards to food. Um like Benjamin Babish, Bon Appetit, mm. um, just all those different kinds of things because they, for some reason it just interests me. Burger Show. Burger Show, yes, thank you. Um, hot Ones, hot like ones. just anything that revolves around food, I'm very interested into it. I don't know why. It's never really was something I grew up and I was like, I want to be a chef, I want to do this. But it it just interests me. I guess because I had this weird connection to that world because of the fact that I, I work it. Obviously, these people have a much bigger connection because they're obviously it's the, it's their world you know that's yeah. why they do these things it's yeah. their world but it it, it it draws me a lot dave chang on netflix his ugly delicious series is by far like one of my favorite shows ever because it, it his viewpoint on food and everything is is great but that's not what this topic really is it's mainly just you know the bare bones customer service aspect of it and 
Vanessa and I kind of talked about this a little bit. I was trying to like, not trying, but I was just telling her what I thought. And I think when it comes to restaurants, whether that be fast food, dine-in, anything, I feel like it has been lost among people on how to be a good customer. Mm-hmm. And it could seem one-sided to an extent because mm-hmm. of the fact that Oh, well, you're just saying that because you work it. Sure. I I mean, I, I do work it. I worked it for five years now, you know, uh, I'm going to be 25. So a good uh, fifth of my year, my life has been in restaurants, you know? Mm. So it, it's just weird because of the fact that the interactions I've had with certain people, I feel like, and just for me, myself, and you can take this however you want. I feel like I'm good at what I do. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't slack. I'm a hard worker and I get everything that I need done. And I try to bring a, bring about this great experience. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing quote air unquote. quotes, quote unquote. <laughs> you can't see us, but quote unquote, this great experience for our guests. I'm talking a big restaurant lingo right now because that's just what you say all the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like majority of the time, my interaction with customers has been more negative than it has been positive hmm. and it's weird you know it obviously i've had bad interactions with guests in regards to i mean straight up them being racist to me or them being a little over the top for something that really doesn't call to be over the top yeah you know yeah it's a simple thing to fix hmm. and i've kind of made it a thing in my life it's kind of like you work it and now you know it and you want to um you want to return the favor so like whenever vanessa and i go out to eat i'm overly polite yeah and i'm so understanding you know yeah even if i know it's their fault i'm still understanding <laughs> yeah it could be a little frustrating i guess for to vanessa sometimes probably because mm-hmm. i'm a little like that's no, okay it's, it'll, it'll come out eventually but well, not really I mean, we had this instance at Cotton Patch recently. Oh, sorry to call them out, but... <laughs> oh, right. We're calling Cotton Patch out. Um, yeah, but, but I, like, I'd rather wait than have my husband be one of those people who's, like, yelling at these people for their food taking so long and being ugly and rude and disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And my thing is that I, I get the... Not that I get my thing is that we all are in our own different walks in life. Mm-hmm. The customer is in a different walk in life. The employee is in a different walk in life. Mm-hmm. And so there obviously is that understanding of like, I don't know where you just came from. I don't know what you're dealing with. But if there's anything that I know is the fact that when it comes to, for instance, my employees, this this is a professional workspace, you know? Mm-hmm. This is a place that we are coming here to work and something I tell them all the time is when you walk in that door, everything in regards to your life is left at the door mm-hmm. and you're walking into a professional place. You're going to serve our guests with a professional manner and give them the greatest experience. You yeah. know, that does not come the same way when it comes to customers because mm. they walk in with all their baggage and just want to throw it on you sometimes, you know? Yeah. You're so you, obviously y'all <laughs> can't see Vanessa's face. I think you're sitting over there a little nervous. I'm not nervous. I just think it can go both ways. Well, tell, tell us. Well, I don't, I don't know a specific. 
like instance, but like sometimes you can just tell, and especially in the food industry, because like the food industry is just different because not everybody wants to be there. Or I would say majority of the workers there aren't like super passionate about it unless they're like the chef or something like very specific. So you can read that on your face almost. Or like sometimes the experience is dampered because they don't want to work there either. So right. they're not putting 100% into you, which I'm not condoning like yelling at the workers like they're still serving you Mm -hmm. but sometimes you can just like match their mood or it's just like i don't know there's specific cases i'm not saying it's every case absolutely and i'm not speaking on i'm not speaking on the fact that this is like this everywhere yeah you know i understand a hundred percent that you go to ihop at two o'clock in the morning yeah we had that happen one time well yeah and i mean (laughs) Again, that was, I mean, I practiced my patience there. Somebody else would have very much so been extremely rude. I mean, you said, you're like, why don't we, we just, we just go. I'm like, no, we're going to stay. Who knows if that girl working just is trying to just work to pay her Listen. college tuition. Listen. And then when she's done, when she's done at Robert. six o'clock in the morning, she has to go to school. Robert was not like this the night of. He was not understanding. He was, yes, I was. No, you were upset and you kept looking for her and you were getting upset. And I said, what if these are like one of the girls that I serve at my job, like girls that have aged out of foster care and have never had a job before. Mm-hmm. And then you had patience and understanding with her because sometimes they don't know how to work and be like. You know, like they don't learn the skills, and so I reminded him of that, and then he became more understanding. But but I was my interaction with her. Yes, was yeah. was not was not mirroring as to what I felt inside. I agree. Which is that is the number one thing that I feel like needs to be taught amongst the the the, the common customer mm-hmm. is the fact that sure you can have the frustration and everything inside. I'm not saying I never get frustrated mm-hmm. at a restaurant or like at for instance, cotton patch when I got a chicken sandwich. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. It took forever. It come out. I cut into it. It's raw. They bring it back out again after like maybe, you know, a while. But I never showed that animosity. I yeah. never showed that anger yeah. towards the person, you know? And so, again, to kind of reel it back in, what am I trying to say? Well, I guess what's what, what's what's difficult, and like I said before, there needs to be more positivity when it comes to going to a restaurant. I agree. It's not easy. And sure, those those kids, those high school students, that dad who's literally working there because he just needs a job to help, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, sure, that's not what they want to do. I highly doubt a kid wakes up. No, I mean, not wakes up. I, I highly doubt a five-year-old kid is like, I want to be a manager at this restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know? No, they don't. I don't think so. If you do, I mean, I'd like to know, but that's, you know, kind of weird. I mean, manager at your own restaurant? Yes. The mm-hmm. owner of your own restaurant? Yes. To be the one who runs everything? Yes. I totally get that, you know? Mm-hmm. But these kids are not there because they want to be there. They're there because they obviously have responsibilities they need to take care of. Yeah. But on top of that, with them not wanting to be there, and I'm just talking in regards to my own staff myself, mm-hmm. I, even though they're there and they don't want to be there, I still push them to be this is a show, you know, yeah. I'm pushing them to give a good experience in return. There's some negativity, you mm-hmm. know, again, I'm not trying to say that where I work, there's a lot of mess ups or things like that. I no, not really. I mean, what we 
do a really good job at what we do to make sure that things are as perfect as possible. If there is a mess up, majority of the time it's something really, really small. Mm-hmm. And actually, a lot of the time it's it's because of the customer being unknowledgeable as to what they're even doing, you know? Yeah. But they still want to throw that on you. Yeah. You know? And give like an example. So I work at a barbecue restaurant and we serve ribeyes is one of our thing, you know? And so as that night we had a, you know, it was just a busy night and we threw on one of our, you know, our guys to go cook ribeyes and he's done it a couple of times, but you know, it, it was like this last minute thing that it was just so busy that we threw him on there and he's done it mainly on like the slower days. And so that day he kind of got a little overrun uh, with a bunch of orders and he messed up on one. And when he came back, he tried fixing it, but it caused this chain reaction of a lot of them being messed up, mm-hmm. you know? Again, not his fault. Just not, he just did not have a lot of training, and that was not brought upon us, you know. So I had to go and I talked to a lot of people, apologize to a lot of people, and do a lot of refunds just for the fact that I didn't want it there to be any kind of, you know, not misunderstanding. But I just want you know I'm trying to bring a great experience. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to leave and think, oh, I just had a bad experience. No, Robert took care of us. He did what he needed to do, and we appreciate that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And that entire night, though. I kind of got a lot of hate from a lot of the people. And I, I was the one that got thrown into a position to have to go do it. And I tell you what, man, having to go from person to person, apologizing over and over, and then taking the bad attitude and from, you know, literally just trying to put on a face the entire time, that emotional strength that you have to have to really not show what's going on inside because you're like, man, I, I'm getting beat up over here, you know? Yeah. And then finally, like, there's this one old man, and I went up to him and I went and I was apologizing. He was like, "Oh, don't worry about it. I'll, you know, take your time. I, I'm, I'm here for you know, I'm here for it." So, and then like an hour later, he walks up to me while I'm trying to you know cash people out at the register. He walks up to me and he pats me on the back. He's like, "Hey, Robert, it's gonna be okay. Don't worry about it. You know, thank you. I appreciate you." Mm-hmm. And like I legit, I, I looked at him. I was like. Thank you, sir. I turned back around and my eyes started like getting red and a little watery because I wish there's more people that are like that. You yeah. know, you don't have to go up to me and pat me on the back. Yeah. But I would like a lot. I would like a lot more people to be like, hey, you know what? It's OK. I understand. I see that you are extremely busy over here and um, it's all right. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm going to do what I'm not. I'm not just going to take that and be like, OK, cool. You're good. I'm going to run back and take forever no i'm still gonna do what i need to do to make the situation better mm. but in that time of making the situation better i would love for people to be more like understanding i would like for people to be more like hey you know what i got you that's right you know yeah. and then i still help them have a great experience at the same time yeah i don't know i feel like i don't know i feel like sometimes like customers or us in general because like a like we Amer- as America have certain values and like prioritize things over one another and our money is something that we're like there's going to be sirens on our end sorry <laughs> um like our money is a reflection of us in a way like in America like that's how we see it and so we feel like money almost equals that we're deserving like we're more deserving of great service and all of this thing so like i come in and i'm paying your bills buddy like i like i'm above you like that told to me and that's funny because like we know that the restaurant industry like 
like you said, like it's not a job that people necessarily want to do, but everyone knows that it's a really hard job, yet we're like, oh, they should get paid the least. But we wouldn't do it because it's too hard and mm. all those other things. Mm. And so I feel like it's almost like people putting themselves above you when they come in, which is funny because they wouldn't even do it themselves or they would try to avoid it because it's too hard or too much work. But yet they're like, oh, well, I want to put you down today because you're below me because you're working here or something like that. Like right. because they have the money in their hands and they're paying for your food like mm. they deserve like I don't know, to be put on a pedestal almost. Right, right. And I think, again, you're going into the restaurant industry. Obviously, it's a, it's the service industry. You're there yeah. to serve people. Yeah. And I get that 100%. I signed up for that when I took all these restaurant jobs, you know? Mm. I get that. But I don't need it, like, shoved in my face. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, hey, man, uh. You're here to serve me, and uh, I don't like being told no if you don't have this at this very minute mm. or things like that, you know? And I'm like, yeah, yes, sir, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I go fix that problem for you. And then you walk away, and you're like, bro, like, why are people like this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's not just this. It's people in, as- in all spe- aspects of all points in life. Yeah. You know? Pretty sure the person at Francesca's, that one woman walks in and wants this strident boot or whatever, I'm saying this because we just had this incident with (laughs) both of us. Obviously, you were nice about it. You're like, oh, it's okay. But some person would be like, "Uh, I'm here for this and you don't have that. You can't order that online. Mm. You know? Yeah. But that's not only them. It's everywhere. Everywhere that service industry. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know if it's the the people who are – it's the people who feel entitled that totally damper this entire experience, you Mm. know? And, again, I'm just speaking on my own – experience mm-hmm. I'll, i mean i'll love to hear if there's other people that have had great experience at the restaurants i've had you know many experiences there's some people that just can't do it yeah you know because the anxiety of it all and mm-hmm. just the uh, the ability to bend over backwards just for anybody mm-hmm. in that place is sometimes hard for a lot of people you know yeah. and i remember like it's not again it's not an easy industry for anybody at all you know mm-hmm. especially for a kid who's going to school, let's say for a doc to be a doctor, but he has to go work at a restaurant to yeah. pay his bills. That kid didn't wasn't didn't want to work in a restaurant, but he's there to pay his bills. Mm-hmm. So obviously he's not like prepared for that kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it takes a lot out of a person emotionally and things like that. I mean, yeah. you see me come back just completely just <laughs> destroyed. Yeah. You know? In all in all aspects of it being like, oh, it was a busy day. Or Man, I just had this one person yell at me today mm. or whatever, you know? Yeah. And the amount of times, I, I mean, I've had, and the, the reason why I say this is because I'm kind of looking out in the, in the aspect of the person who's the worker, mm-hmm. you know? I'm looking out for the person who is behind the cashier. I'm asking for the, I'm talking to the person who is making the food yeah. or the manager or whatever. Because I've had many talks with a lot of my employees where I know there's something wrong. And I pull them aside like, hey, what's going on? You all right? Mm. And they tell me and they're talking, you know, these deep things like, uh, you know, I, I just left my parents' house because um, my dad was physically abusing me. Mm-hmm. Or uh, I am, you know, going through this emotionally or just I, I deal with this like mentally or things like that, you know. And no matter what stage of life you are, I understand it's, it's still difficult because these kids are not professional actors, yeah. you know. You're not an actor that um, you can go on, put on a show, and no one knows what's going on in, mm-hmm. in the background, you know? These are regular people that have to 
hide their emotions, put their emotions aside and serve you. Mm-hmm. But deep down inside on the other side, again, I get that the customer's like that. But right now, I don't care about that. Yeah. I'm just calling talking to the person who's working, you know? Yeah. Because of the fact that they go through a lot, you know? I go, we go through a lot, you know? I've had times where I'm there and I, I got a call about my grandpa like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, got to get through this shift. Got to keep doing it. And then... The next, talk to my boss. Hey, can I get this day off? Yeah, you can get that day off. Okay, cool. I'm going to finish my shift, even though my grandpa's on my mind. And then I have to go the next day, leave, go see my grandpa, <coughs> go see my grandpa, that kind of thing. Like, it's it's not easy. But again, all in all, at the end of the day, how's the customer supposed to know that? You you don't need to know that. You yeah. just need to be kind. Understood. The same way that we have to be kind to you. Yeah. So I feel like it goes both ways. And that's totally lost on people. So... Don't know what this entire rant I is for. what I was going to say at this point. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what this entire rant is for, honestly. It, this this episode could very much just get like 10 listens, but hopefully it means something to those 10 people. I don't know. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I think like just being mindful of your words and stuff. And Robert speaking from a place of like... He's worked in three different types of settings, so like a huge chain, like that's fast food and it's twenty four hours, and then mm. like a drive in where like it's like a different non traditional type of kitchen job, and then going to like a restaurant that's like dine in and like not fast food. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's higher end, but people do pay more money, and yeah. that's why I feel like some of them have a different. Yeah. You have a different experience here than you have in the past. Right. All of those experiences brought different experiences yeah. amongst themselves. Yeah. But like like you said, like for people to bring in like race because your food isn't what you thought or like like what? Like where? why does your mind yeah, well, go to this place because you, there's too much fat on your brisket? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I don't understand that. that that's, yeah, that right there is just people just being just ugly people. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, I've had moments where that something said to me and I'm like, I'm trying so hard to keep it in, and I just looked at someone like, "Hey, can you take care of him? I need, I need to go, uh, yeah. go outside real quick. Go outside, and like, taking a deep breath. I'm like, okay, you can go and have to forget about this for now, and just you know. Yeah. And then, but the thing is, you can't avoid them. You have to go touch your table, make sure they're mm. still doing okay. You know. I'm trying to think of the funny, like, not funny, but the certain types of complaints that you've gotten, or even like the, hey, um, I know the corn is on the cob, but can you like cut it off for me? Or like just random, <laughs> yeah. like uh, there's pink on my brisket. Um, is it raw? Yeah. Or like I don't know, just different yeah. types of things. Yeah. It reminds me of when my brother he used to work at HEB, and people would literally come in with like the biggest complaints ever. But I remember one time someone came in, and it was like like a bag of water, and they were like, "Hey, uh, I-, I want an exchange because, or you know, I need to return this because my ice melted outside." Like, okay, <laughs> it's ice. Like, there's a sun. Okay, sir. Like, sure, let yeah, me exactly. return your bag of water. Exactly. HB ice. is a grocery store, by the way, if oh, you yeah. don't know what it is. Sorry. Um, also, also, service industry as well. Yeah. You know, um, and to kind of end off this topic, I don't want to go too long on it, but to end off this topic, I'm not trying to justify any of the bad experiences any of y'all have bad, had out there when the employee is obviously just straight up being rude to you yeah i obviously don't condone that whatsoever Amen. and 
that is obviously something that comes with a, a point of uh, professionalism. Again, on top of all that, uh, trust me, I've had my moments where I've had employees that are literally just being dumb, <laughs> and I've made the decision to fire them right there and then because they just don't care at all. Yeah, you know, I I, I understand that one hundred percent. I'm just talking on the aspect of just the normal everyday. You know. Yeah. And the same way that we have to leave our baggage at the door. Hopefully, you don't let whatever's going on hinder you from also being a nice customer to the employee mm-hmm. as well. You know, because don't throw your uh, your attitude towards them because they didn't do anything for, to you. Yeah. You know. So yeah. that's practically. In that, like, I was kind of thinking, and we were talking about it, but I was telling Robert, like, like restaurants are seen as like a celebration or. Like, of anything, honestly. And so, from the opposite aspect, I'm like, I wonder if if these people that work in the restaurant industry know their impact on customers. Like, they don't know that, I don't know, this family could be gathered for the first time in, like, 20 years. They haven't seen their brother or sister or their mm-hmm. dad or... Like, it's a birthday today, and let's go to your favorite restaurant. And, like, that's really meaningful to them. And I know that now based on, like, the people that we serve at my job. Like, mm-hmm. like a restaurant can be a big deal. Um, and then even, like, after funerals or something. Like, like it's a time that you come together and you eat food, and it's supposed to be this thing that, like, brings you together. Right. So sometimes I think about, like... If that person, I know it's not what they want to do and it's not, you know, they may be having a hard day, but I wonder if they understand the impact that they have on other people. Right. And it also makes me think of the impressions that we have on people in general, like people that we don't know, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about it earlier too. Like there's this one Whataburger by our house and... You, you never know what to expect at Waterburger. You know what I mean? Like, Robert used to work there, too, so... That was the fast food restaurant I worked at, and... Yeah. It was... And it's, a, it's a very difficult job, for Cause sure. Because it's 24-7, too. Yeah. Like, people could be exhausted. Yep. Like, um... Yeah, anyways. And sometimes, like, when we go through the drive through like, you know when you hear this certain voice that this one woman is working, and she's actually a hospitality. Like, mm-hmm. she's not a normal employee. And, uh... When you pull up, like, she's made such an impression on me, and I don't even know her name or whatever, but I wonder if she knows. Because, you know, obviously, again, like you said, nobody, like, dreams of working at Whataburger. Yeah. But she still comes to work with such a great attitude, and every time we're there, like, she's super kind, and she does that to everybody. So I wonder if she knows or feels, like, purpose in what she does, because she does make a difference in our experience, like... Every time we go there and she's working, if that makes sense. She's been there forever, too. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. And then yesterday, I mean, it just makes me think, like, yesterday, Robert and I, um, it was super cold, so we went to go get some pho. And there's this place down the street that we went to, and I don't know what we did, but, like, like obviously, we live in College Town, so some restaurants are, like, I don't know, not catered towards that, but, you know, some some people don't show as much appreciation for food and like Robert and I just genuinely love the process of food and restaurants in general and like what food can do, I guess, for people and families and all the things. And I don't know what we did, but like, I guess we just showed some type of genuine interest in the food that they were serving that the man was just like super kind and brought us extra meat that they were making in the back. And like, 
I don't know. Like, he was talking about his experience in Vietnam and all of these things and, like, coming to America. And I don't know what we did to make that impression on him, but it does make me think, like, I wonder how that situation would have been different if I acted or said something different. Like, I don't know how our impression impacts other people, but I wonder how many people we've, like, made good impressions on and how many people, like have talked bad about us behind our backs. People yeah. that we don't know, but because of our attitude or the way that we've acted. Yeah. And real quick, to, and just going back to that whole uh, restaurant that we went to where the guy was nice to us. Um, it was weird because I kind of was a little emotional about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've never had anyone do that to me hmm. ever in mm-hmm. my entire life, you know? And like I said, I... I find food very interesting. Yeah. I love everything that surrounds food. Um, again, I, this seems like a little bit of a tangent, but just real fast. I want to make a point because we're already here. Um, I find food very interesting. I love the process of it. And I love the 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 um, the heart and the passion that goes into it. Yeah. And to have someone, uh, we're just sitting there eating our fun. This guy comes up and brings us meat. And Vanessa and I were literally just talking about it because it was like, oh, that stuff looks great, you know? Mm-hmm. And he brings it to me. And to me, like, I kind of wanted to cry a little bit because I was like, no one's ever done that to me mm. as a person, you know? That back. Just someone, I, we look like just straight up college kids, just the way that we dress, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, <clears throat> I guess in regards to status, that's what I'm trying mm. to say. And I don't know, I'm there with my hoodie that has like a toothbrush, uh, toothpaste stain on it or whatever. <laughs> and this guy brings this. This rotisserie chicken and meat. And to some people, it's like, bro, you're freaking out. You want to cry over that? But to me, I'm like, dude, I'm just a simple guy, you know? And you wanted wanted to just make me feel good that day, you know? That was really nice. And I've never really felt that before. So, thanks, man. (laughs) I'm crying now. So, again, that, that obviously comes with the whole experience of, Great customer service. And so, yeah. But I think it's genuinely because we showed interest in something. And, like, not that college students don't do that, but, like, it's beautiful to see what you can do when you just show interest in somebody else or, like, mm-hmm. like hard work that someone else has put into something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like the restaurant's super fancy or it's not like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it's not even that hard. Mm-hmm. Like, all you have to do, I think all I said was, like, I've never ordered in person. I've only got it delivered. And so I asked him like questions and I said that I've heard that the experience is better when you come in into the shop because like you have this giant bowl of uh, and you can like add all these vegetables and stuff. And I think just that in itself, like acknowledging his food and what he does and like, I don't know, that like that maybe sparked something in him mm. or we tried his cucumber limeade and that seemed to be different, like yeah. different from um, a normal like fountain drink. But he was like, oh, we, we squeeze the limes and whatever. Like yeah. all I did was ask about it. And I think that spurred something else like, yeah. oh, you're asking me about something that I worked really, really, really hard for. Yeah. And like I can tell that you appreciate that. So I want to like show you the same type of appreciation. Right. And, and that's. Again, this kind of goes back to my first topic is your interaction with the people who work there, mm. you know? And this is not just for the people who work normal restaurant jobs. I mean, the big people that obviously have TV shows and have restaurants, like, they understand all this. Yeah. You know? It's not easy. And this guy's probably doing this because, one, he probably had a concept, wanted to come up with it, understood 
all the complications that come with it mm. and the bad interactions you have to have with people constantly. True. But he's still being nice about it. Yeah. And the fact that I'm not saying you have to go and show interest all the time, but just be nice, you know? Yeah. And so that was really nice. Which, granted, there's a pizza place down the street that uh, opened at 4.20 Mm -hmm. p.m. It's a totally different experience for college kids. But, yeah. yeah. Anyways, back to your topic. Yeah. Impressions. (coughs) So, impressions. uh, How do you feel when people... Oh, my bad. Let me go back. You are wondering how do people feel about you based off the impression that you left on them. Yeah. But not even necessarily like a long lasting thing, but like just people that you like cut off on the road, like people that yeah. talk about you in their car. Did you? We're on our way home from oh, the yeah. theater. <laughs> people that like talk about you in their car, like without you knowing it. Like how many people do you think have talked about you before because of something you did, positive or negative? But like, like cutting off someone in your car or. I don't know, cutting someone in line or doing something nice for somebody else or, you know what I mean? Like how many people have talked about you or thought about you positive and negatively that you don't know? And maybe it would have been five seconds, but it was those five seconds. And that's the only impression that you've made on people. Like I wonder how that weighs out for each individual. I don't know. I mean, mean, obviously if you are doing something that caused you to be out in the public, a lot, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are talking about you. That's true. More than you think. Whether they know your name or not, you know? Yeah. So, for instance, like me, I work in a restaurant. I'm pretty sure someone has something to say about me. Yeah. You know? But for you, you kind of work. Sorry about our dog. There's yeah, someone there's some... knocking next door. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure someone like you, you work in an office, not all the time, but some of the time, I, and your interaction outside the office is mainly with people that you still kind of work with. I think... You're not really interacting with much just random That's other fair. people, you know? Yeah. So you're probably not that many people are talking about you in that aspect, I guess. True. I'm just like, I wonder the positive and the negative for each person, like percentage wise. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not the amamount of people. Mm-hmm. And, and it is. I mean, it could be. And that's really cool to think about how many people we've impacted. But like the percentage of negative versus positive for like each individual. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, yeah, I see what you're saying. It makes me wonder. Cause well, what do you think? What do you think you've, you've had know. more people talk about you more? So the positive side or the negative side? Honestly, I feel like the negative because like we think that and I say that all the time, like people on the road, like I'm literally yelling at people on the road. So I know that I have like these negative comments about other people. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how many times that's happened to me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, like, I don't know, in the job that I have and what I do, like, Sometimes I don't notice the impact that I have on people and they could ignore me for like ever. And then they just let out a comment randomly after months like, oh, you don't hang out with me like you do everybody else. Mm. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, I didn't even know that you cared. I didn't even know that you had, you know. And so it makes me think of like, oh, shoot, like (laughs) what impact am I having on other people? Like, are they seeing it as negative because I don't show up for them? Yeah. And I don't know that or think about that on a daily, but like truly like Mm. something like that rather than i don't know like it just makes you think like unconsciously or unknowingly like i I think i often think about that in the aspect of my family Hmm. and not just my immediate but my extended and everything like that yeah because i i'm so sorry to listeners dude i know i'm coughing (laughs) i'm it's annoying i know 
Um, <clears throat> I think for me, I think a lot more so. Like honestly, I I don't even care what someone thinks about me. Mm. You know, but I care what my family thinks about me sometimes, and I work a job that does not allow me to have a lot of time to go uh, visit family a lot. Mm-hmm. And I also, we, we live pretty far from family. Yeah. Um, it's a good like seven to nine hours for where my family lives. Yeah. For his family, and, it's nine. For my family, it's seven. And then his immediate family is four. Yeah. And I've done it before. But that was like at the beginning when we first moved. Yeah. And obviously it's kind of like that. You, you still want to see them. You're still connected with them. And mm-hmm. then over time, you're kind of like, one, there's the money that involves with the gas. And at that time, we didn't have a good car. So we'd have to rent every single time a car. Yeah. And remember that? And we were newlyweds at Jeez, 18 Louise, and 21. I totally forgot about that experience. <laughs> I thought about it the other day. That's crazy. Um, And so I often think to myself, what does my family think about me in the aspect of like, Robert never shows up for yeah. family stuff. Robert never comes to do this or that and in my mind i'm like i don't know if i'm making excuses but in my mind i'm like one my my job is draining Mm. and for me to go drive nine hours which is like i'll have to wake up during the day get there all my days practically done by driving hang out and have to head back yeah you know and then when it comes to me wanting to take vacations my vacations are wanted to spend time with my wife Mm. because i feel like i still don't have a lot of time to spend time with my wife you know and in uh, a funny aspect of it, I know my siblings have thoughts about me. They, they were talking to you about it, joking around about me like, oh, Robert says, Robert says this. And he's like, uh, all right, buddy, I'll come back to you. I'll, I'll do this later. We'll do that later. You know, I know my siblings have <laughs> thoughts about me and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Joking wise, I know they don't 100% think I'm a mean, bad person. But yeah, I think that's what I think about that more than anything else. I'm trying to be careful with my words. What do you mean? <laughs> Thinking of a lot of things. I don't know. <coughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's funny. But, I mean, it does. We do value our time together in a different type of way when we are together, if that makes sense. So, I like that aspect of it. But Robert's youngest brother is 11, I think. Um, And last time, I had just gone by myself. And they were just so funny because they were all – there's – seven others uh but they were all just joking around and laughing and they say that robert says um i don't know it was it like maybe later buddy or or yeah. something like we'll do, it later, we'll do it later buddy or something and and because <laughs> i guess robert's like oh let's see this movie and, or they'll like bring up something they want to do and then robert always like responds with that so it's just funny hearing them like talk in that aspect but I don't know. I feel like when people know your heart, it's different. And maybe they don't know your heart because they don't talk that often. But, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah what about you, though? What do you think? About what? What do you, do you feel like, who are the people that you feel like you care the most on what they think about you? Yikes. Um, like, besides you? I don't know. I don't feel like many people, like my mom, but we also, like, honestly, just my mom. <laughs> Great. And your parents, but, like, honestly, not really anybody, because, like, we got married at a young age. It's not like anybody in the freaking world, like, 
agreed with it or thought that like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. You're 18. Like nobody's ever going to be like that. But we made decisions based on what we thought and we felt and we didn't care about what anybody said. And I did. I respectfully told people and and I just stated it. I wasn't asking for confirmation or acceptance or anything like. Mm -hmm. So honestly, I didn't care about the impression I left on them because obviously... Sorry, but shout out to, like, older Mexican, like, families. It's always, like, oh, she must be pregnant. Or, like, their minds go other places, Mm. even though that's not what's happening. But, like, I don't care what impression I have on you or what you think, but, like, I'm going to do this anyways. So the only person I feel like I truly cared about was, like, my mom. Mm. And maybe your parents, but your parents just stuck with me. So, like, sorry about it. Like, (laughs) I'm already in the family. Yeah, I mean, I I also want to... Uh, there's people that did have her back, so I do want to No, thank yes, you. yes. I'm just saying, like, in the moment, it wasn't like I was like, oh, man, I really need this person's approval. Or, like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's not many people that I'm like, I care about what impression I make on them. Granted, I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, I do want to be kind to people and be perceived as, like, a really nice and kind right, person. Right, right, But I'm also not going to let, like, people can interpret things any way they want to as well. But I'm not going to let everybody else's perceptions, per se, like, affect my decisions mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> no. No, it's good. It's good. Sorry. <clears throat> I guess to, I mean, end it off, like, um, I don't know, uh, be nice to people. <laughs> be kind. Be, be understanding. Kind, be understanding. Be empathetic. Yes, be empathetic Meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. And just try to be, I don't know. Just think about your words and, and how you act in certain places. Like, nothing's that big of a deal. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, at least we're alive today. At least we get to go to a restaurant. At least we have money to pay for that food. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, at least we're able to live in a house or have a car to cut people off with. But, like, <laughs> like mm. you know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. So when someone cuts you off next time, <laughs> say, hey, I'm happy for you, buddy. I'm glad you have a car. <laughs> While you're, <laughs> while you're driving off the road and tumbling near the three different turns. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm glad you have a car, buddy. Good for you. You, you go. You go to Walmart. All right. Um. Anyways, thanks for listening to this podcast. It's a, I feel like it's a weird one. <laughs> Don't know where this one. This one's a weird roller coaster. Sorry, I feel like we just like rambled for yeah. forty minutes. For sure. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening. If uh, if you liked what you heard, uh, rate us on whatever podcast service that you're listening to. Yeah. Um, stay tuned for next week for the next one. And um, again, you guys can find this podcast on many different services. Please share with your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would appreciate that. Also, you guys can go see. Uh, you can leave questions, topics, or anything like that on our Twitter. It's at Chris Talk Pod at crazy talk pod on twitter and um yeah and i guess what uh, what we'd like to hear you guys do is just tell us what what was your first impression of us did you like us did you hate us i like to know if you hated me i like to know why did you hate me yeah until next time guys keep talking crazy keep crazy <laughs> Being crazy